0: Welcome back to the Behind the Well Show. Roger Abel with Elias Randall bringing you the Thanksgiving Day edition. You know, before we started the show, I asked Molly, I said, I think this is our third Thanksgiving show slash Black Friday show. Um, I can't believe we've been doing this three years. We have? I thought we've only been doing it two. Yeah, I
1: guess this is our third year,
0: isn't it? Yeah, we've got... Hundred yeah, and some yeah. odd episodes,
1: good, and good for us. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.
0: Do you guys do traditional Thanksgiving, like turkey, gravy, the works, or? Uh
1: yeah, yeah. So I will smoke a turkey. That's so I bring the turkey every year because I'm kind of an amateur barbecuer, smoker. So I'll make two ten to twelve pound turkeys on the smoker. One I do just plain. And then one, I do like a Cajun seasoning injection. So it usually goes over pretty good.
0: Have you ever thought about like smoking it and then dropping it in like a giant fryer? I feel like that would just be phenomenal.
1: Uh, I have not. I've heard that's pretty good though.
0: I mean, I think, you know, like. But you wouldn't
1: fry it for that long, just enough to get it crispy on the outside.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just think like the smoked wings, they smoke the wings and then they fry them. Like those are the best smoked wings.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll do that this year. I, I don't should know. try it. It's already a lot of work.
0: Yeah. So I, I asked that because I remember, man, this would have been five or six years ago. Um, Doug Wagner from WMT called me on Thanksgiving morning to see what we were having for uh, for Thanksgiving dinner because we don't do traditional Thanksgiving. We always do something different than just like a turkey. And part part of the reason my wife's I guess, pescatarian, vegetarian. So just making a big turkey for my wife and I didn't really seem like a lot of sense. So I remember when Doug called and he called because I was doing a Thanksgiving Day pizza and it was phenomenal. We were grilling the pizzas and it was like gravy for the base, stuffing, mushrooms, like on top of the pizza with a little bit of cranberry on top. And then we cooked them. And they were phenomenal.
1: That sounds really
0: good. Yeah, it it was good. So it was like the spin on a traditional Thanksgiving. But this year, we actually are doing traditional Thanksgiving at my mom's. And uh, hopefully we're going to have.
1: Who's cooking the turkey?
0: I'm going to push for catering. She doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to push her to see if she can have the class. Does your
1: mom usually cook it?
0: Uh, yeah, she's good at it. But I just think with the little kids, it might be better to cater it. We saw there's an ad on Kirkwood's page. Class Act restaurant would cater like the full Thanksgiving Day dinner. So I think that's the route we're going to go. I don't know how it's going to go over. But uh, when we go to my mom's, we usually do non-traditional stuff anyway. We'll do salmon or steak or something different just because, once again, like my girls don't eat that stuff. So, But we're going to try it this year. The other big news going to happen NFL football, and I jokingly asked, "What game are you going to watch?" We got the Bills, Lions, Giants, Cowboys, Vikings, Patriots.
1: So I probably watch all three, but I'm a Cowboy fan, so I'll watch the Cowboys, and then I like watching the Bills play, so I'll definitely watch that game. I do not care for the Vikings or the Patriots, so if I miss that one, it won't uh, it won't hurt my feelings.
0: So I've got to tell you, I was looking through the slate. And I was like, well, I'm surely going to watch the Bills line. Same reason I think the Bills are fun to watch. they got a great offense. And I'm definitely going to watch Patriots-Vikings, mostly because my kids will be in bed. So that probably means the Giants-Cowboys is nap time.
1: Yeah, is it the 3.30 or that's 3 the o'clock? Yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. everyone's going to be taking a nap at that time.
0: So our show today is about Black Friday. And some of our tips that we're going to give you for how to deal with Black Friday, a little bit of the background of it. But what makes me think about that 720 football game, Elias, for years, probably really until we had kids, my wife and her sister and my mother-in-law, they would all go shopping on, is that called Gray Thursday? So, like, after Thanksgiving dinner and the football game starts, they're lining up at Target for the TVs and... Just going out and doing this crazy shopping thing.
1: So the night before is called Gray Thursday? I think the night
0: before is called Thri- Gray Thursday. We'll you, fact check. I'm pretty your sure. House,
1: at your house, that's what it's called. Nowhere Man, else.
0: Maybe they made it up just to make me feel better about it. Yeah. Gray Thursday, Urban Dictionary, the official day when Christmas shopping begins, formerly known as Thanksgiving. Shopping on this day becomes a moral gray area. <laughs> yeah.
1: I agree with that. <laughs> It is a moral gray area. I thought uh, Thanksgiving's supposed to be about being with your family.
0: Well, I think they spend it all day with the family, so it's like their their time to get away. And they know I'm gonna watch football anyway, so Yeah. Probably doesn't matter all that
1: much, but yeah, we just get so it's my father in law and I, we just get left at the house with the kids and then all the girls go shopping. That's how that works. On Thanksgiving or fine. Black
0: Friday? No, Thanksgiving
1: both. night, because they like to go for the great yeah. Thursday deals.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that I think that happens to every yeah. male that's going to watch football. They're like, you can hang out here, which is fine. I don't care.
1: I suppose my 7-year-old, she might go with them this year. She might be old enough. We'll see. I don't know how they decide that. But Does she like to shop? She likes to do whatever. If
0: her mom's doing it, she'll enjoy doing it. All right. Well, my girls don't, so they're, they're hanging with me. But, you know, Black Friday – We kind of think of it, at least I do, as this like modern phenomenon where people start shopping, you know, and and when I think of Black Friday, I think of the Internet shopping that's happened. I know we have Cyber Monday and all that other stuff, but Black Friday actually started in 1951 for people that didn't know that. And really, it started because the police started using the phrase Black Friday, Black Saturday, and it was really to describe The traffic that was associated with the start of the Christmas shopping season. And I don't know about you, but I feel like Christmas starts earlier every single year. My neighbor hung his Christmas lights yesterday. My wife's putting the Christmas tree up Saturday. It's kind of sad.
1: As soon as Halloween's over, everyone forgets about Thanksgiving now.
0: My wife was planning to put the tree up before Halloween even started because we're so busy in in November that we have to get the tree up
1: you're too busy to put your tree up. What's that takes like what a couple of
0: hours. You know how it goes. Yeah. So uh, here, here's
1: another this is probably this is one of the f- uh funny things about this whole Black Friday tradition. So there was a a magazine, The Journal of Factory Management and Maintenance, so they called it Black Friday because of the number of people that called them sick the day after Thanksgiving, <laughs> which I don't I know here in Iowa, no one really works the Friday after Thanksgiving. We get another holiday, Iowa, Hawkeye football plays Nebraska. So I think it's really common here to not work on that Friday. But I suppose other places, they expect you to be at work. And then back in the 1950s, just people would call in sick. That'd probably be me if I was around back then. I'd be calling in
0: sick on that Friday. So here's some I guess big statistics. We'll do, we're going to look at Black Friday 2021, but almost 180 million Americans shopped during the five-day period from Thanksgiving to Cyber Monday. 180 million people. That's like half the population.
1: Close enough I mean, What to do we have, half. 300
0: and some odd million people in America? That's, and, I
1: think 350, 360, somewhere in there.
0: 154.5 million people made purchases at stores or online. Uh, 66.5 million buyers made a purchase in a store. I can promise you there's no way you're getting me to go to a store on Black Friday. There's no, no way I I'm going. I yeah, mean, I won't be there. either. Some people love it, though. We always see every year we'll see the the pictures of someone, you know, some big sale. And there's like this herd of people just trying to get a cheap TV or something crazy. Every single year there's someone gets stampeded or hurt people trying to get into uh, to a Black Friday sale.
1: Uh, I'm sure there'll be people get arrested and all sorts of craziness.
0: Here's another statistic I found shocking. I thought it'd actually be higher than this. Black Friday shoppers spent on average $430. I wonder what it's going to be with inflation in 2022. I mean, 430, it doesn't really sound like that much money. That's barely like getting groceries anymore.
1: Yeah, and it will be the deals available on Black Friday will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see because I know a while back, I think we had an article we talked about on the show where there was talks of Black Friday would kind of be a sign of inflation getting better because of sales and things. So it'll be interesting to see are there actu- actually deals? And then even at that rate, are the, is it like a worthwhile deal? right? Like if the price of something just got so expensive where you do your blowout sale or whatever, but then you're still paying way more than you would have a couple of years ago, are people even really going to be excited about that? I'm sure they will because sales are sales, right? People love to buy deals. So I'm interested to see what that one, what they will be. And then is there going to be enough, you know, with the supply chain issues and all that? And then TVs, a lot of times, I know you have a story about buying a TV on Black Friday. Well, hasn't everyone upgraded their TV the last couple of years when we were all home because of the pandemic?
0: And got free money. But if you think back, you're, you're right. We did and we did talk about an article and some changing landscape and overall inventories of a lot of retail stores. And I think it started with Target, came out and just had a, a lot of excess um, home good inventory. So dryers refrigerators, all all the different kind of stuff you'd have in your home, they had excess inventory. So I think it will be very interesting to see how big the deals are. I think you're exactly right there.
1: You know, if, they're, if, if refrigerators are going to be on sale, I might go out. We need to upgrade our fridge at our house.
0: Well, yeah, and you think about that. That's the one thing people don't, they're not excited to buy a new refrigerator. No. I mean, it's not excited TV, it's exciting. We can watch it right away. The refrigerator. What do you do? Plug it in and put in your groceries. Yep. I mean, there's no fun utility of That's a refrigerator, so I, d- I doubt there's too many people upgrading refrigerators or looking to do it. But who knows? There may be some really, really good um, good buys. The other thing that makes me wonder. Well, we get back to this thing where all of a sudden we're going to have shortages on things because, you know, as we know, the supply chain's not totally corrected, and that could actually make some of these Black Friday deals um, not as good as originally thought.
1: Yeah, so here's the uh, the Black Friday consumer forecast for 2022. Spending predictions are at roughly $158 billion. So even though people don't like inflation and things are more expensive, it's probably not going to stop people from going out and spending money. Right, especially with Christmas coming up. Everyone's getting geared up for gift giving and all that during Christmas.
0: I believe people use that Black Friday as an opportunity to go buy some of the gifts they're going to do for Christmas at a discounted price. I think that's when it really starts. Like, I know my wife. That's when she's going to start Christmas shopping. Elias, I thought it would be good to give somebody seven Black Friday shopping tips, kind of how to maximize your time, how to maximize the day. And if you decide to go to the store and fight the people how you might get through this day better. So one, which apparently my wife, your wife and their family, they do this, they start early. And we all know that most stores are gonna have the teaser item, the one item everybody's going to get, or they're trying to get the ticket for the TV or the cheap cell phone or I, iPad, whatever it is. You gotta start early to get the best deals because the best deals are all gonna be gone. I. I I think people believe there's this unlimited supply of stuff in the store when they advertise and say, hey, you can get an iPad for $100. They might only have five. Five of them? Well, I mean, they could. <laughs> maybe ten. They have a limited supply. You know, when they have those TV deals, they don't have 400 TVs lined up for it. Yeah, They've you got a few get in per there. store. They're trying to get you into the store. you
1: got to get in there and get it. Uh, Another thing you could do, you could skip the in-store sales and shop online. I love this one.
0: Sign me up for that one. Yeah,
1: I don't want anything to do with being in a store or shopping, trying stuff out. I just want to click buttons on my laptop and it gets dropped off in front of my front door. That's the kind of shopping I like to do.
0: Do you know what this makes me think about? This makes me think about the metaverse, actually.
1: I'm not going shopping in the metaverse either.
0: I'm not sure.
1: You, no, you won't see me there. I'm going to
0: give you an example. And I've used this as my my thesis for the the utility of the metaverse, in my opinion. I ordered, I needed some new um, briar pants. I've been out in the woods and getting these little sticker and briars all over my pants. It's a mess to try to get them off. So I went to Orvis and I ordered some. Paid for two-day overnight shipping because I wanted it. I was going in the woods. I ordered that and a jacket and, and a shirt. Comes to my house, all too big. So now, guess what I have to do? Send it back. Send it all back, and then I paid another thirty-four dollars for overnight shipping of the right price, over the right size. In the metaverse, if they get this figured out, I literally could have just went to that Orvis store, tried it on, got to see how it felt, see, touch it, how it feels. Did it fit right? And I would have bought it. I would have avoided the hassle. But would people potentially do this on Black Friday? So instead of your mom and your your wife or your sister, whoever, all getting together, would maybe they just get online and put on their headset and get in the metaverse and do the same thing and not really have to fight any of these crowds? I know it's far-fetched, but if you think about...
1: I don't know. I'm not a believer yet. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it can work, but I don't think it's something... I don't. I don't see myself enjoying it.
0: I can tell you from that one instance, if that existed, that would be the only way that I would shop.
1: To because, virtual reality shops, the, but how are you actually going to try it on? You're not actually reality, there.
0: But that's what virtual reality is all about. It's creating the experience that you're actually there. I mean there's got to be a way that you can upload like the measurements of your body or get a scan of your body. And they know the measurement of every single garment. Yeah.
1: There's got to be a
0: way that if there's not, that's what I need to figure out because I think it's high. You're right. You need to start
1: working on that.
0: My wife returns so many clothes every single week or shoes because she's ordering for the girls. Oh, the shoes don't fit. Got to send them back. Ask Molly. I bring the boxes here. I think that's the biggest utility for the actual metaverses. Yeah, you're probably right. So I got off on a little tangent, but um, three, use websites and apps. Uh, once again, going to the stores are going to be bananas, but a lot of times the apps are going to have special discounts that you might not get on your by actually going to the store. I know I was on um, the ScentLock website, which is a hunting clothing line. And they've already opened their Black Friday deals. And It was spend 500 get this free $100 item. And they had a bunch of clothing marked down 50%. Like, And it's not garbage. It's good stuff. It's the stuff that was for early season hunting. Now they've marked it down. So if you go to some websites, use some apps, maybe you can get actually a better deal than you would have by just going to the store. You can also use the
1: loyalty programs. So I don't know which uh, you know I don't know if Target has it or you know whatever stores that um, do these uh, the big Black Friday deals they probably have loyalty programs too. So if you're part of that, see if there's anything you can take advantage of there.
0: Well, and on the loyalty programs, I think what's neat about these, like I'm I'm part of the Cabela's one, the Bass Pro Shop one, several. Target. I don't know what that one is, but it's like the red card or something. I don't remember the the name of the app is, but they'll actually send you alerts as to what the sales are. So you might see something you wouldn't normally find in that store. You don't have to go read the ad. They'll send you updated alerts on what's actually, actually happening. Um, five, you can get social most retailers today are advertising through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And it's a good way to find a deal on something that maybe you weren't even thinking about. You know, a lot of times if you're searching for an item that's top of mind, but there might be an auxiliary item. You're like, Oh wow, that's 60% off. Maybe I'd buy it now versus waiting six months to get it. And, uh, you know, all that stuff is easily shared. On social media, and I'm on social media all the time, so I see when my friends share and say, "Hey, Cabela's has a 60% off this item today." I get to see all that. So I think getting social is another really good way to take advantage of some of these Black Friday opportunities that are going to happen.
1: Yeah, and that's almost you know that's almost like the loyalty program too, because you might get rewards or something for being a fan or sharing something, um, reposting something. So that's kind of neat. Number six here, oh, man, create a budget and stick to it. This is probably hard to do when you're Black Friday shopping. I mean, really, before you go, how do you actually know how much money you're going to spend on all the gifts and the things you're going to buy? I guess if you really know what you're going to buy and you know what the deals are, but I bet a lot of budgets get blown up on Black Friday. I bet a lot of credit cards get swiped, too.
0: I don't have the cash, but I have my Target red card. I guarantee you, budgets are blown up and credit cards are maxed out. Yeah. Because people get excited. I mean, okay, think about the shopping dynamic if you go to the store. If I went into Best Buy today at 10, there's nobody there. Like, there's no excitement. There's no buzz. It's just electronics. When you go there and there's 150 people or 200 people or however many people are going to be at Best Buy, all looking at the same electronics, what happens? You get a little energized, you get excited, and not only that, you feel a sense of urgency because, man, if I don't get it today, it might be sold out. Because you're gonna start going down the aisles and seeing no inventory, back back order, or what do they call that when you can sign up and they call you if uh, when it gets in? Um, rain check, yes, a rain, a rain check. check. Like you're going to see them like, man, I better get that if I want it. And people are going to feel like they need all this stuff. And most of them are not, not need items. So yeah, having a budget and have a list of what you're looking for, know what you're going to buy. Yeah. That's and I the think the thing.
1: other with another probably psychological part of it, everyone's, a lot of people are there. It's so much easier to do something when everyone else is doing it. Right. That's just kind of a group herd mentality. Well, Everyone's here buying stuff, spending money. Let's go crazy.
0: You feel like you're supposed to spend money if you go out.
1: Yeah, you're more obligated because of the big group.
0: And seven, the last one in this list, I think this is important, but check all the store policies in advance. On Black Friday, it's going to be virtually impossible to get a store associate to help you. But here's the things you probably want to know before you go. One will, another store price match. A lot of stores will price match. I know there's stuff when I go to Shields, if I see it somewhere else, They'll price match if I can bring up my phone and show them what the price is and they can verify it Um, to also find out what the return policy is. Some of these items that are deeply discounted, it may not have a very good return policy or think about this. If you're buying it for Christmas, if you buy this on the 25th of November and you give this gift to somebody for Christmas and has a 30 day return policy, you better hope they like it. Because you're not taking it back, so thirty
1: day window.
0: Yeah, so just find out what all of the, all of the things you possibly can about their policies. Especially if you're making a big purchase. If you're buying a fourteen dollar t shirt, it doesn't matter. But if you're buying a TV or a big item, find out if they'll price match. Find out what the return policies are.
1: And they might suspend the price match too, right? I've heard that happens on. Black Friday stores Some, that do price match. Sometimes they won't do it during the big sales.
0: But point is find out which ones will price match or won't just know what you're doing. Cause what, here's the last thing you want to do is go to the cash register and expect a price match and they won't do it. And now you're waiting and it just becomes a whole fiasco. If you don't know what the policies are. Yeah, and I can't you, even imagine, You don't want a fiasco. I can't imagine how many arguments it leads to in all of these stores. Well, you always price match. Well, we don't today. So I think Molly put this next one on the the outline, and this is kind of an oxymoron, but let's talk about the four ways to actually save money on Black Friday. Yeah, let's talk about that.
1: What's number one? Just don't go. This is my favorite one. Don't (laughs) Don't go go. shopping.
0: There's only really one way to save money on Black Friday, and that's not go shopping. You don't have to go. It's not required. This isn't like just cuz half of america does doesn't mean you have to be a follower too but i guarantee if you don't go shopping on black friday you won't spend any money
1: here's here's my recommendation eat so much food on thanksgiving on thursday that you don't feel like going out on friday
0: so maybe that's why that's <laughs> maybe that's why our wives all leave us on thanksgiving night because we actually did eat so much food and we're already asleep. They're like, these guys are already leave, sleeping. Yeah, I'm leave. moving on down the road. Leave him. Leave him. Let's go. Yeah. Don't buy what you don't need. I think this goes back to just have a budget. Have a budget and know what you're going shopping for. If you just go randomly shopping and buy a bunch of stuff you don't need. We talked about this on uh, our last show. We talked about you know how to be frugal. The, the thing that I realized personally with shopping online for groceries I get everything I want because I'm checking my cupboards. I don't buy anything I don't need because I know what I have. I'm more price conscious. And I spend like a third less every time I do it online because I was intentional about what I'm going to buy versus just going to the store and grabbing a card. I'm completely unintentional. And my- I would,
1: yeah, I, I will say for like my, my wife, my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law, when they go out, and with all the ants too, when they go out for Black Friday, uh, I think they do a good job of this. They have, like, they have a list. They have targeted things that they know they want. Um, especially my sister in law; she does a really good job. She'll say before they go, "These are the three things she knows what she's looking for." They're usually gifts that she's going to need around Christmas, and that's what she always comes back with: the three things she said, three or four or five, whatever it is that she set out to
0: actually get. Well, I think the other, to add on to that, if you don't know what you're going for, my guess is you're not going to get that great of a deal.
1: Right. I think that's why she's so urgent about it because that's what she goes for first because she doesn't want that stuff to be ran out. She
0: knows what she wants. She knows where to get it, so we're going to go there, grab that first, and then they do all their other random shopping. One really good tip I like to give people, too, is don't go overboard on gifts. This is the easy time to go overboard. You're going to see a bunch of stuff that's on sale. I think I think my granddaughter needs this, or my daughter needs this, or my dad needs this. Have be intentional about what you're going to buy, people. Just be intentional. If you just get crazy, you're going to spend so much extra money on this stuff for a bunch of gifts that people may or may not want.
1: Yeah, and think about probably the impulse buys, too. I just know me personally. If I am already spending money, it's easier for me to spend more on an impulse buy. So, you know, I don't go out Black Friday shopping, but if I did and I went and enjoyed one of the big sales, got something I really wanted, I'm already spending money, I'm going through the checkout, oh, I might buy a bag of candy too or something, you know, cause they're gonna have NCAP, they're gonna have NCAP stuff everywhere to grab your attention one more time, get you to put one more thing in your basket and you're already in that mode, so it's just easy. Oh, yeah, I'll get that too.
0: The last one we're going to talk about. This is the best one. Don't waste your time. We need to value our time more than going to get a good deal. I mean, think about how much time people are going to spend on Black Friday shopping. And if you enjoy doing that, then that, that's your hobby. But for me, I'm not going to go because I value my time too much. If I have to wait in a line anywhere to check out at a store... I'm highly irritated by it. I can't even, I don't even want to imagine what it would be like for me on black Friday. If I go to the grocery store and I have three people in front of me, I'm just annoyed by it. You know. know, my patients love with that yeah. stuff.
1: I know exactly what would happen. If I went, I'd walk into the store, I'd be there for probably two minutes and I'd go back out to the car and I would sit in the car and wait until everyone else was done. And <laughs> That's exactly what would happen. Here's
0: the other thing to remember. Whether you get the deal or not probably isn't the thing that's going to make you successfully, successful financially anyway. It's no. just getting a deal. It's making you feel better. If you pay full price, think about this. If you buy a $50 item and you didn't save the 15% off, you paid an extra $7.50. That's not going to make or break let's anyway. actually think. Let's actually think about... The average purchase, the average person spends what, $430, I think I said? That's what it said. Let's assume they got a 25% discount to get there. Okay? So they saved $100 over the course of the whole year. Is your time and headache and all this stuff happening on Black Friday worth $100? In my opinion, for
1: most people, probably not.
0: I'd rather watch football. Uh, with that said, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy your family, watch some football, and if you're going shopping, I hope you take some of these tips to heart. Thanks for listening. If you need any help, you can go to btwellshow.com. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. All performance referenced is historical and is not a guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. Premier Investments of Iowa Incorporated and LPL Financial do not provide tax advice. Please consult your tax professional.